All right, let's start the fucking podcast. <clears throat> Welcome to the Comedy Here Often's flagship podcast, the one with the most listeners on the entire network, so I've heard. Uh, people have been saying that. I'm not saying it. I'm just telling you what I've heard people say. Yeah. It's your parents watch this on Comedy Here Often. Uh, guess which movie we did this week, Kian? What movie did we do this week, Brad? We did Scream, which is an acronym. What's it an acronym for? Uh, silly creatures rule everything around me. Scream. (laughs) (laughs) You say rule or ruin? Rule. Everything around me. Yeah, I guess that works. From the song. Cream. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good... Yeah, that's the intro bit for this week, folks. I hope you liked it. <laughs> I didn't hope like that. Hope that was a good one. <laughs> I hated that intro uh, Anyway, yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing Scream. Uh, Wes Craven's uh, probably most meta slasher movie to ever come yeah, out. Very, li- very self-referential. I wish we only did this movie, because this is so much better than all the other movies we've done for Horror Month. Well, that's kind of why I wanted to end it on this one. Like, I feel like you couldn't have Scream unless you got, like kind of tired of watching all the other slasher movies up to this point. Yeah, I really like how meta it is, like how it doesn't take itself seriously and they always talk about horror movies the whole time. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, uh, you know, they had that scene at the end, or I guess like the main group of friends loved horror movies. Everyone loved horror movies in it. And uh, yeah, they like broke down how, you know, they all worked towards the end or whatever. That was fucking tight. Um, yeah, I liked this. I My feel- favorite scene was... Uh, Near the end where they're like, uh, they're watching whatever horror movie they're watching and the guy's like, uh, he's alone now and he's yelling at her to turn around. Yeah. And then the fucking monster mash guy sneaks up behind his ass and it should have been him that was turning around. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tight scene. Very horde. Yeah, man. I liked this. I felt like, uh, it was cool to just not have a supernatural scary monster. Yeah. I liked that. I liked that it was just a guy. That honestly made it scarier to me. And I didn't see it coming, who, which guy it was. Really? Cause it, I mean, yeah, the first time I saw it, I also didn't see it coming. But I was, let me tell you, I was stoked to find out it was the guy who I did just hate the most through the movie. Yeah, I didn't like his ass. But, like, I, f- I was fully, I thought it was going to be his dad. Or her dad, sorry. Yeah. I was convinced it was going to be the really? dad. That's yeah. crazy that, that you, this movie tricked you. Well, yeah, but I was even before they started hinting that it was going to be the dad, I was pretty sure it was the dad. Yeah. As soon as he was like, I'm leaving town and then they couldn't find his hotel. Mm. I was like, yeah, it's the fucking dad, bro. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't even occur to me because like I, I knew nothing about this movie going into it. Like I didn't know. I mean, I had seen it already. But I had only seen before. Scary Movie, which is a parody of it. And I saw it at um, a sleepover in grade six. Yeah, I saw I've only seen Scary Movie four. Yeah, Which, actually, uh, that might have been the one I saw. I was pretty lost th- through that. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to, need to see the first three. Um, but yeah, no, I, I liked that it was uh, just a regular guy. It felt more scary than Freddy Krueger. You didn't have uh, all the weird dream loopholes to kill 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 him with. Yeah, and he it was, was just so sick fella. that there was no reason for it. Yeah, he they ju- like they were just weird fucking kids who liked murdering. And honestly, that's scarier to me than uh you know a super villain who lives in your dreams or a kid who was murdered at camp years ago yeah they even said it in the movie that it's scarier when there's no motive yeah yeah and it definitely was um also harder to solve way harder to solve we should start killing people with no motive yeah yeah i saw a thing that was like yeah the hardest crimes to solve are just when somebody gets shot in the face in the streets and i'm like i'll let me keep that in the old memory bank for in case I need to do a murder. In case I'm feeling a little tame. In case I'm ever stuck in a rut. Yeah, I'll go out yeah. Into the street <laughs> in the dead of night and a rut, shoot a guy. A rut with one way out. I liked how this movie started. Yeah, yeah, where like, it was just like straight to the action. Yeah. Classic babysitter in trouble scenario. Like, I liked it that he killed her because he was pissed that she didn't want to talk to him on the phone. Yeah. I thought that was cool because if I was in this movie, I would have got killed twice. Once for never answering my phone, (laughs) and then once for having a disrespectful voicemail message. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, dude. I've got the people hate my voicemail message. Have you heard my voicemail message? No, what is it? I recorded it when I was 13, and so it's just me before puberty being like, 
uh, I'm not here, and then hanging up. That's so funny because mine is I'm busy, <laughs> and uh, like every once in a while, because I never answer my phone when people call me, and every once in a while someone will think I answered, said I'm busy, and then hung up, <laughs> which is very funny that, to me. That's awesome. I just love uh, checking my voicemails, and they all start pretty pissed off. Like nobody likes what I have to say. I don't check my voicemails either. I got like my. I'm pretty sure my voicemail box is full at this point. <laughs> um yeah yeah the uh, intro scene really made me laugh because he, he starts by calling her uh like ghost face or whatever you want to call the monster in this movie uh he starts by calling a babysitter and is like yeah asking her favorite horror movie it's kind of flirty you know he's got a very sexy voice modulator on yeah um and then once she's not down with it then he starts you know getting scary shows her her boyfriend that he murdered or whatever yeah and uh but Which it, also, like, this movie taught our parents to take it real personally when she doesn't flirt back. I was going to say, dude, like, this really this really reminds me of, like, those incel, like, text threads. Yeah, this movie invented calling her a slut when she's not down. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like, this movie may as well have started with him being like, you're beautiful. And then her not responding and then being like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Whore, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I think this movie could have kicked off the incel movement. Absolutely. I would not be shocked. If- Absolutely. Well, that's the thing with this movie is it really does like it takes those type of incel guys like ones who, uh, you know, they hate the world around them. They get way too into uh, horror movies, video games, whatever fucking weird thing they have, uh, you know, their escape from regular life in. And then they just totally, you know, get desocialized. They're weird as fuck. You can't be around them. Because, like, I feel like uh, there's less of these kind of horror movie nerds now. And they've kind of just switched to like uh, like video games. Or anime. Or anime, yeah. That's another that's another good uh, outlet for them. Yeah. Any any like lore heavy thing where they can uh lord knowing more about this fake, you know, universe over other people. Yeah. Guys love doing that. Guys think, love doing like, that. Like what is up with what's the deal with guys? With fellas? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's. I watched every Jerry Seinfeld special right before we started. Oh recording. shit, dude! Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of what's the deal. A lot going of on. what's the deals. A lot of yeah. But it's funny, like to me, like I'll just get obsessed with things for a while, and like I could become one of those guys if I didn't immediately get sick of everything I get obsessed with. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, if I wasn't able to talk to girls, I would be one of those guys. Yeah, and like, I I'm not able to talk to girls, so maybe I will become one of those. I mean, guys. you sit like you're sitting like one of those guys right now. I'm not. No, I'm sitting normal. Brad's sitting like a. He's your dad, who's very disappointed. This is my right non-threatening now. sitting. Brad, I'm just crossing. Brad's one leg. crossing his legs as tightly as they can cross right now. <laughs> you don't do that. It's cool to do. What are you supposed to do? This? Yeah, that's not. Leave room. Can we stop doing physical bits on the podcast? Dong. No, dude. This is a. This is a. We're gonna add cameras to the podcast, so we want to get the listeners excited to watch soon. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to do that, but. Yeah, this movie is like a, it's a great uh, incel guy type of movie, you know? And also, you know, like, I don't want to um, be a gender traitor right now or anything. Yeah. But I will say that this murderer, he's a real asshole. Why? Well, because he's killing all these people. It's really, it's not a good thing to do. Yeah, but I'm you not, know, I don't support it. He's angry. But you might think. You might think killing a bunch of teenage girls in cold blood is like a cool thing to do, but me personally, I would never do something like that. You know what the weird thing about the whole murderer's backstory was for me, though? Okay, so the main character in this movie, I forget her name, but she's played... Sydney. Sydney, yes. She's played by Nev Campbell, an actor who only plays Sydney in the Scream movies, which I love that about horror movies. There's so many actors who are just, you know... Yeah, horror only in this genre. Horror and porn are very similar. They really there's there it's very tough to get out of either of those genres. <laughs> you don't see Mia Khalifa in a lot of dramatic roles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I still think what she does act in is pretty gripping. Look, I can I'm never, captivated. I can't tear my eyes away. I'm a fan. Is, it's suspenseful. Exactly. No, I love horror movies. I love porn. I stay up all night thinking about Mia Khalifa's <laughs> roles. <laughs> um fuck what was oh yeah yeah oh yeah nev campbell uh or what yeah 
But anyway, what I was saying about her is, so her mom gets murdered, uh, like, before the movie starts. She was murdered, like, a year ago, and all the murders start happening. Yeah. Uh, again, like, right on the anniversary of her murder. And there's, like, this reporter who's going around, really fucking with her, who keeps saying that uh, her mom wasn't murdered by the guy who thinks murdered him. It was actually yeah some other people, which, like... Why are you telling a 17-year-old? Yeah, like, why are you showing up at her school and being like, I hope you feel good about the man you falsely imprisoned? Why don't you tell the cops? Like, Yeah, you wrote a book about it already. Like, fuck off, dude. You're a fucking adult, and you're just like, what's this child going to do? And the thing is, is that she was right. Like, the journalist was correct in that yeah, assessment. Yeah, but that's why journalists are annoying, is because they're right, but it's like, you're such a fucking bitch Yeah, still. I don't care that you're right. <laughs> you suck, dude. You could have been right and not suck. Yeah, I've never I I don't know, but like it's crazy to me like that just seemed a little insane to me that they these two kids they teamed up to kill uh, one of their girlfriend's moms. Yeah, and then they don't kill anybody for another year that was able to satiate their bloodlust, I guess. Yeah, and then he they start ramping up the killing again when the girl uh, gets pissed off and distant that her mom's dead. Yeah. They're like mad at her for yeah, being yeah. sad that that, her mom that was very died. funny when the guy was coming to her, the guy who killed her mom and was like that was like a year ago. Yeah, I why are you still hung up on this? I really liked that. I think that part of the movie uh taught her parents to be toxic kings. Yeah, seriously. That that started uh that started future posts on Instagram. Yeah. Toxic future <laughs> inspo posts. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's so sick to just like be like I feel like guys do that a lot to guys girls. Guys totally though. do that. Well, any any time a girl's mad about shit that you don't care about, which is, you know, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, like, empathizing, it's just easier to be like, shut up. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> How about you get over it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girls are always like, oh, my boss. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I also don't know if that's just, like, I don't think that's a guys getting mad at girls thing. I think that's more of a guys getting mad at, showing emotion type of thing because the only reason guys don't do that to other guys is because guys know better than to bring their problems to other guys i don't know man i feel like i bring my problems to other guys all the time i bring my problems to you and maybe sometimes simon but you know what i don't do bring my problems to girls yeah. I feel like they should respect me by not bringing their problems to me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's healthy to bring your problems. I think it's like the I think it's the narcissism that comes with having a big set of huge balls. Yeah. And a long horn. <laughs> because like cuz I don't know, guys complain about fucking everything too, but like girls just won't tell you to shut up. They'll just listen to you. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And uh you know, sometimes that's nice, but other times it's a little I feel like it gets a little indulgent. Like, I'll, I'll bring my problems to somebody and the, they, like, want to talk about it. And it's like, no, I just needed to yell that. I'm yeah. good now. It's definitely... I just needed to yell that this sucked. It's definitely indulgent, like, the way I talk about my shit sometimes. But, like, yeah, I'll catch myself, like, being, like, uh, too much. Yeah. Just saying way too much. But uh, also, you know, no one's ever a dick to me about it. They just let me do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they uh, think you're a girl. Well, it wouldn't be the first time, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm a big, strong man with a huge hog. So yeah, I liked that. I loved uh, loved the uh, manipulation, loved the gaslighting. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I liked that a lot. I thought it was cool. I like that uh, the murderer was making people answer movie trivia as a way to decide if he was going to kill them or not. That dude, uh, that's so on brand with like just incel losers and yeah. like their mo for talking to girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you see a girl in a Ramones shirt, and it's like, mm, what's your favorite album? Who's Tell your favorite song? Name yeah. one. Name one song. Name one Ramone. Yeah, do it. I could never name do one that. Ramone that isn't Dee Dee. If I was uh, going to murder people, I would also do trivia, but I would only kill people who got the right answer because, uh, you know, that's a fucking nerd. We don't need their ass. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're like, uh, you'd be like Pol Pot. Yeah. You'd just show up. Kill what do you have glasses? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kill anyone with glasses. Get rid of the doctors. Get yeah. rid of every nerd. Yeah. 
Yeah, just jocks. Mao took out the landlords. I'm taking out the doctors and lawyers. Yeah, you're gonna have a jock empire. Just yeah. a bunch of dudes, like just straight running backs. Everyone's just a <laughs> fucking linesman. <laughs> no one can read. They all have CTE. You're the strongest nation in the world. Everyone's way stronger than me in the whole country. You just get carried around. Because that's the thing about dudes. me. If I started killing nerds very quickly, it w- I would become the target. Oh, I'm that's like true. I'm like just under being a nerd. I you could probably turn it all around on them though. If like you let's say you kill all the nerds and they start to turn on you, you're like, "No, I've heard rumblings of this huge fucking nerd up in the mountains somewhere." That's true. There, there's an enclave of dumb <laughs> of <laughs> stupid fucking nerds holed up in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, just keep <laughs> making up like, you know, false flag nerd attacks, just like be like, "Yeah, a bunch of nerds hacked our computer systems. They're still out there." <laughs> Holy shit, a bunch of nerds did 9/11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my first order of business would be building two identical towers. <laughs> my second order of business would be having nerds blow it up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how how can you be so sure it's nerds? And you just find like a f- scrap of flannel and a pro- pocket protector on the scene. What's a pocket protector? Like a little piece of plastic you put in your pocket to clip pens into. Yeah. That'd be funny if the in the rubble of nine eleven they just found like a hundred graphing calculators. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of TI eighty threes. We are facing an enemy that is far more intelligent. Than <laughs> <us>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck nerds. Um, I like the. Uh, I liked the scene where uh, her boyfriend like risked everything by breaking into Sydney's house uh, just for over the pants stuff. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Yeah, that was like that's yeah. one of the horniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a true high school move. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have did that in high school. I don't think the 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 what's it the cost the benefit is cost worth the cost. I don't know, man. I feel like. For over-the-pants stuff, it's always worth it. I don't know. Man. What if that was what you were into? Over the pants <laughs> sp- specifically over-the-pants hand Yo, jobs. as soon as this bitch goes under the pants, I'm out. Oh, g- gross. Yeah, I-, I break up with girls as soon as they reach for my belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a little mystery, you know? I like a little intrigue. Mm-hmm. Intrigue that only comes from never taking off your clothes. I like a little bit of rug burn, me personally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love the feeling of denim on dick. But I feel like he, he could have just jacked off, you know? That's what I'm saying. Because, like, that's an, even that is, like, under the pants. Yeah, so you're saying you wouldn't have climbed into your sweetheart's house. You would have just beat off at home? Well, yeah. That's why you don't have a girlfriend. If she wanted me to climb into her house, of course I would oblige. You know, I'd probably bring flowers and stuff, too. Yeah. And, I, like, you know, like $10,000 in cash that she could just have. That is a maybe plot. like a big Louis Vuitton bag. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. But show up like, in a Louis Vuitton. But that's backpack. what I'm saying. Like he wasn't invited. You no, know? you're right. And honestly, dude, that that I kind of set false expectations for uh, my dating life because because now when you break into girls' houses, they're always pissed off. Yeah, they're always like calling the police, and their dad gets involved, and you know it sucks. But like, uh, no, it's just because uh, I feel like. Um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, that was another plot point, was that the boyfriend was climbing in through their window. And, like, countless other pieces of media. I really did the, think that was going to be a part of my life. No one's asked. Me too, dude. Absolutely, I thought I was going to be climbing into girls' windows. I thought for sure. The, I, I was always kind of, you know, just in the back of my mind, considering how I could scale into a second-floor window. Yeah. I mean, I, I still do that where I look at, like, someone's house and I just imagine how I would sneak in. For me, it's always how I would escape as if I was in trouble. That's I'm not Because I'm, I'm not an attacker like you. I don't, yeah, well, I don't consider attacking people and sneaking into their houses. That's fair, but I'm also, I n- am never in trouble. Cause, oh, like, I see. Yeah, because, like, I, danger's my middle name, you personally. You handle stuff. Yeah. yeah so instead like, of escaping, you just uh, subdue the threat. Yeah, I'm like the uh, modern-day Steven Seagal. <laughs> nice. They call me the Gen Z Seagal. Yeah, Seagal too. Yeah. I. You know what? And you can call me, Maybe this is a problematic take. You know what I mean? It's possible that my, uh, my, um, my secret alt-right values are showing. Yeah. But I believe that if a girl has a boyfriend and his name is Billy... I don't think that counts as her having a boyfriend. 
No, that's just a nice neighborhood boy. If your boyfriend's name is Billy, you're single to me. Yeah. If your boyfriend's name ends in a Y, you're single to yeah, me. Yeah. Call, uh, <laughs> call me when he starts going by William. Yeah. You know? Or Bill. Yeah, exactly. That's a man's name. But yeah. If you're yeah, dating yeah. Billy, that's. Sorry. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, I'm making moves still. Yeah, sounds like you could use a magic carpet ride if your boyfriend's <laughs> name is Billy. Sounds like I could show you a couple things. <laughs> Let me show you the world. My name's Bradley, actually. Yeah, so. just inches, a couple <laughs> letters away from Billy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, Very much the same vibe. Maybe that's why girls keep cheating on me. Yeah, it's just Brad. It's just Bradley. Do you think that, Little like... Little boy Bradley, they call you. Damn, that actually hurt my feelings, and I'm the one who said it. <laughs> but do you think that, like, that's true? Like, if your name <laughs> ends... Do you think that's true? <laughs> <laughs> do you think what I just said about me? <laughs> do you think... Oh, shit, did you? Do you man. think they keep leaving because my name ends with a Y, and it's too cute? Do you think I'm too cute for a wife? Yeah, I mean, yes. That's... A, Based on your oversized hoodie and... The, how little space you take up in that chair? Yeah, <laughs> you're way too cute for a wife. <laughs> God damn it, that's crazy. That's like that's my burden, you know. Is your burden to carry? I'm too like cute and hot. You gotta bulk up. You gotta ugly up. Start looking shitty. You, that is the crazy thing, though. You like you see girls with like their boyfriend and he's like fucking just uggo as hell yeah and you're like damn dude i'm so cute like that's the thing dude i you you can't you can't let that dishearten you you have to use that as motivation that's probably my most problematic take actually is that anytime i see a girl with a boyfriend i'm like why <laughs> what does she see in him and not me yeah just a girl at the it's store. like strangers like yeah, people yeah, i have yeah. no clue about i'm like well, you should like are you fucking yeah. kidding me right now? You should take a ride on the old Bradley train. I do feel like that sometimes. Like a pretty girl will come into my store, shop around for a minute, and then her boyfriend comes in and I'm like, fucking why, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. Girls' boyfriends are always wearing like flannel and fucking khaki shorts. I know, and it's like, look at me, dude. I'm wearing nice boots. I have cuffed jeans and a sweater that fits perfectly. They always have like my a- My hair's nice. They never do anything with their hair. Girls' boyfriends always just have like a buzz cut that's overgrown. Oh, it's so funny, dude. It's like the- Like just- <laughs> Perfect women coming to the store. Their boyfriend is sweatsuits and flip flops, yeah. and it's like, man, shit like that makes me want to put on a Halloween costume and murder everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but it does make me. Mad. I'm always like, damn, babe, why don't you date a guy with a real jawline instead of just one who uses his beard to make it look like yeah. he has one? But I guess the reason they're dating them is because they can grow facial hair. Yeah, because that is kind or of. Or maybe he's just a good guy. Yeah. You know, there there was one part in this movie that uh, I w- might have been like the most realistic part to me. Yeah. And that was how uh, all the kids at school acted after their friend was murdered. Uh, nobody cared. Nobody <laughs> yeah, gave yeah, a yeah. shit. It was funny to some people. And then the uh, a couple of kids got expelled for doing a prank where they ran through the school dressed as the murderer, which absolutely is what would have happened. And then school yeah, gets yeah, canceled. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, let's have a party. <laughs> it's like dude you know the the sadness of your friend dying will never overcome the desire to underage drink in high school absolutely it's tough to like potential to get hammered and get some over the pants hand jobs like yeah sorry but i'm skipping your funeral yeah people would like get alcohol poisoning and then we'd be like yeah let's go drink yeah let's keep going damn it's so sad that our friend overdosed let's go almost overdose let's pour one out for him Pour one into my fucking mouth. Pour dude. one into my ass. That's you can't say that. <laughs> remember when also, that was the thing? remember right after he told uh, Sydney's boyfriend told her to get over her mom dying, yep. and then she goes to the bathroom and she overhears those two girls uh, calling us calling the, her mom a slut. Yes, like making fun of her for being damaged about that. Yeah, that's that's fire. very accurate to high school. Oh, that's as well. so. I mean, that's accurate to right now. Like That's this, accurate to how I talk about people right now. Yeah, but this movie is like, it's one of the best uh, portrayal. Like, it's one of the best high school movies we've watched so yeah, far. Yeah, because you, for, you forget how, like, ho- I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I forget if it was before or on the podcast, but about how desensitized you get to that show or just to anything when you're in high school. Like, it's so easy to compartmentalize uh, either, you know, other people's suffering or uh, sometimes your suffering or whatever. Like, it. Yeah, it's so easy to just forget about all that shit and like put that away and deal with like nonsense and just like 
Well, it's easy to do that for like even now because you just think about one bad thing you've gone through and then you're like, yeah, I can make funny for whatever. Yes, exactly. Oh, totally. I'll do that. You're like, your mom died? Yeah. One time I missed the bus, so I don't give a fuck. It's all, it's been hard for everyone, <laughs> yeah. dude. You think life's easy? <laughs> yeah. It took me a half hour extra to get here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also liked it when, um, I liked it when they're like talking about that movie and they're like, uh, if you pause it at the right time, you can see the actor's penis. Yeah. I didn't know girls did that. I thought that was only a thing I do. Yeah. And also, like, I like it that it's the same way. Like, for I also specifically pause things because you can sometimes see guys' penises. <laughs> <laughs> it's never with boobs. Like, if you see boobs in a movie, it's they, they were consciously put in there. Yeah. If I see boobs in a movie, I fast forward. Yeah, it's like... But if there's even a whisper of dick, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm watching on frame half by speed, frame, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, there was a... That was a thing a while ago. Uh, I forget what movie it was, but, like, sometimes when they upscale movies, like, to... F- from, like, the shitty quality to, like, 4K or whatever, you can see, like, nutsacks and stuff that weren't before, weren't perceptible by the human eye. Damn. I've never once seen a dick or a nut in movies. I've seen... Uh, one time I saw a dick on a... Uh, I went to the theater with my grandma. There was a stretch where we were seeing a lot of plays together. And there was this one we saw, The Glass Menagerie, and it started out by a guy walking across the stage fully naked and delivering a monologue with his dick hanging out. Theater is such bullshit, dude. I can't (laughs) believe you can do that and people are like, that's art. Fuck you, dude. Uh, You're just naked. Yeah, yeah, but imagine is funny too. Imagine how much braver people would say your stand-up was if you did it naked. I have done it naked, <laughs> and people liked it. I pulled my dick out on stage one time, and no one liked. Have it. you pulled your dick out? Uh, no. <laughs> That's a f- actually now that I said it, I don't want to have said it. So I, I actually never have done that. But I used to do stand-up in my underwear all yeah, the time. You did used to do. Nobody that. thought that was brave. They were just like, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah. Yeah, I think one time I've taken my shirt off on stage a couple times, but but I think plays are bullshit because it's just a guy like saying a dumb thing, but dramatically. Yeah, I mean, some plays are definitely bullshit, but I have seen some pretty tight plays. Death of a Salesman rocks. Yeah. Um, a few good men was good. Three Musketeers was very funny because I guess only I've never seen a play in my life. Plays are, honestly, dude, a good I I get into a good play. I like some fucking theater, really? theater. I just feel like, you know, watch a fucking YouTube video. Well, that's the thing. I'd way rather watch a movie than a play any day of the week. I'd probably rather watch a play. There's a, like, my favorite version of Death of a Salesman is just the HBO adaption of it, where they basically just shoot a, it's basically just them shooting, like, a stage play, but with slightly better sets and way better actors, Hmm. and it completely eliminates the need to ever see your local theater's production of it. I actually heard uh, that only dumb guys like the movie version. I heard all the intellectuals only will watch the play version. Oh, that's interesting. You heard that because I heard a true that intellectual. I heard only dumb and racist guys. I heard it's that racist guys really like that movie. Well, I actually uh, believe in uh, equality for everybody, and I'm a genius, and um, so that's why I just read the scripts for plays. You know who else and imagine everything in my head with a multiracial cast? I'm not accusing you of anything. I just want to point this out. You know who else says that they believe in equality for everybody? Jordan B. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way in hell that guy's ever said that. But he he does say that. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He says he believes in cleaning your room and considering lobsters or whatever. <laughs> he believes in considering lobsters. Yeah, there's sounds like a guy who's read that book. Look, did my mom give me a copy of that book? Yes. Is it in my room? Also, yes. But have I hidden it in my sock drawer so girls can't see it? Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so so funny to imagine. Like, you need to put on new socks or something, and uh, it just, like, falls out of the drawer. <laughs> you weren't <laughs> supposed to see that. She's like, uh, what just fell out of your drawer? You're like, fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing fell out. Not my favorite book. Now help me make my bed. <laughs> you know what my favorite book is? That one over there that's very clearly on display. Uh, no, I, I, oh, I, I only read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> that's a part. It's a copy of Capital by Karl Marx. <laughs> das Kapital, baby. Making a fake book jacket for Jordan Peterson's Rules of Life. That'd where be so funny. <laughs> it just says the Communist Manifesto <laughs> in Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so thick? And then it's just, yeah, Rules for Life. You're like, this is the 
it, this is the really communist manifesto. Yeah. It's about 400 extra pages. Yeah, it gets way crazier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that's uh, even more pro-women. This Yeah, this one is it's illustrated. <laughs> yeah, they they fully illustrated the class struggle in this one. Man, they should turn the Communist Manifesto into a movie. Yeah, they should turn it into a picture book so I can indoctrinate the next generation. A pop-up book? Yeah. Where it's just like you open a page and it's just like a cardboard guy killing a banker? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a guillotine. You pull a, you pull a thing and the banker's heads fall off. I would read the Communist Manifesto, but uh, my whole thing is that uh, I don't care enough. Well, that's your loss. Yeah. Uh, you know what was... If any babes want to read it to me, though. Yeah? Any beautiful communist angels? Yeah. You know what was a really inspirational part of this movie? Hmm. When the uh, principal died. I got sad. I liked his character. I liked his character, too. I, I'm a sucker for Henry Winkler in any role. Yeah. Uh, but, man, it would be pretty sick to kill your own principal in cold blood. That is true. I wouldn't mind that. That would be fire. Yeah. Um, I liked it when the principal and the sheriff were talking like right before he gets murdered. And he's like, uh, he's like, so do you think uh, you think a kid at the school is responsible for these murders? And the sheriff's like, 20 years ago, I would say definitely not. But these fucking kids today. <laughs> yeah. I think that invented being pissed off about kids today. Oh, totally. That taught did. our parents uh, that our generation fucked. Yeah, I mean, this movie really was a response to all of that shit. Like, because this came out kind of at the end of the glut of slasher movies through the 80s. So, like, you had so many, uh, like, all the extra Catholic parents and Christian people um, blaming this f- and, you know, metal music and all that stuff for the degeneration of America and their kids being fucked. Which is so, it's so funny that, like, like American parents will just say the same thing as Hitler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they'll just, like, say Hitler points. Yeah, and not, well, just to But never... they'll be like, I speak English, so it's fine to say. Well, it's funny to just, like, you use that type of scapegoating ideology as a way to not acknowledge that you're just a bad parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you just raised some shitheads. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, if your kid's big into death metal and smoking drugs, like... I don't know. Maybe stop beating him. Yeah, yeah. Why did you yell at him so much? <laughs> why does he? Why does he listen to yelling music for comfort? You know? Maybe stop getting blackout drunk after work every day. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't make it so that he has to wear uh, corpse paint to hide the bruises. Yeah, stop hitting him with the phone book. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll fix a little bit of the degeneration of society. <laughs> But I, I really do like when people talk about the degeneration of society. Like, that's not, like, a whole essay in Mein Kampf. Oh, it's it's so funny. Well, and it's also just funny to see, like, because it, it, this is pretty much the same thing uh, Class of 1984 was worried about, too. It's all these fucking kids, their movies, their music. It's ruining their minds. It's making them, you know, desensitizing them to all this stuff. It makes them ready to kill. And it's like, no, it, it's probably not that. Yeah, I think it's probably just their lack of, you know, social bonds and having nobody to relate to. And I think that's why this movie's so good, though, is because it's like it makes fun of horror movies for being stupid, like well being a horror movie. Yeah. Like it, it's pretty dumb to think like because there's even a part in this movie where they're talking about like how these kids got violent because they watch violent stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, that, like, parrots the violent video games thing exactly. that people started doing after school shootings. But it's like, I like that this movie shits on itself by, be, like, being like, these movies are so stupid. Yeah. Like, it's obviously, no one, obviously no one watches this and goes, I could uh, kill 100,000 guys. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I also like that they go out of their way, too, to shit on kind of the dumbest guys who love these type of movies. Yeah. Like, the... The t- uh, two most annoying characters in this movie were horror movie buffs. Like, they were fans of the genre. They knew everything about it. One of them was just a stupid fucking loser, and the other one ended up being uh, one of the murderers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I-, I thought that was sick for them to uh, actually kind of acknowledge, like, the worst, shittiest part of their fan base and yeah. go after them in the movie that they're all going to watch. It's also good, too, because, like... Uh it's showing that like guys who watch horror movies don't become evil villain criminal Ted yeah. Bundy guys. They become fucking nerds who get zero pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
That was what that but guy yeah, was. You like know? that's the same thing as like when everyone was fired up about Call of Duty being the thing. It's like no, you don't become a mass murderer when you play Call of Duty. You become a guy who wants to be in the U.S. military, aka a fucking nerd who gets zero pussy. Yeah, exactly. Literally, the worst case scenario is that you get into streaming. Did like you ever? That's, did you ever know like uh, army cadets in high school? Yeah, I knew. Uh, I knew one. Ar- I knew several army cadets actually. One what took- losers those guys were! It depended. I knew three very different ones. Oh, did you? One was uh, sick. Okay. He was a big party guy. All right. Uh, and he was only in cadets to try and whip him into shape. It didn't work. Hmm. Uh, another guy was a huge nerd. He got really good at flying airplanes, though. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But the party guy, like, that sounds like his parents made him do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I, the but parents or about, a judge. I don't know. I'm talking about guys who, like, wanted to do it for themselves. Like, because I, I knew a guy who was in cadets and he was just, like, like, he was the type of guy who was, like, clearly smarter than you, but couldn't, like, hold it down enough to get good grades like you get kicked out of class for correcting the teacher all the time Mm -hmm. just biggest nerd of all time absolutely fuck that guy yeah fuck uh the military prospects yeah no uh the military uh, there was one guy i knew who always wanted to be in the military and uh, i think he's just a cook now which is the same thing yeah, I mean it is being it's on the, the same as going to war. Yep, being on the line. I call the line at the kitchen the front lines. It is front lines of Iraq. It's hard out there. It's funny to me how long it takes them to start investigating the dad in this movie. Like the mom yeah. dies and then the daughter has someone like hunting her through the woods. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, eh, it's probably not like uh the natural conclusion. Yeah. It's always the dad, dude. Well, everybody knows that you're definitely going to get killed by a family member. Yeah, you're definitely going to be killed by a male family member, always. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder which male family member would kill me. Yeah, I don't know. Name them on the pod, though. Probably myself. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're past this part, sorry. That's okay. Uh, what did you think of the big uh, grand finale party at the end? I thought it was cool. I was impressed by how good Sydney was at not dying. Sydney was great at not dying. Like she, she dodged death so much in this movie. Oh, like, I know. Which just goes to show you that they should start letting women in the military. That's what I believe. <laughs> I don't care who disagrees with me. It's a very pro stan- pro women stance. That's a new character I'm doing. Guy who doesn't know that women uh, got rights yet. Yeah, they should let they should start letting them get jobs. They've got some good ideas. She's a real creative problem solver. Hear them out. Yeah, maybe. they're not so different from us. I don't know. It seems like she's good at weighing options. Maybe we should let women vote. <laughs> a lot of emotional intelligence on that broad. Yeah, <laughs> 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 she's a real emotionally intelligent dumb bitch. <laughs> for a dumb bitch you're pretty emotionally intelligent i like how yeah uh, and then she's like so racked with sadness about like seeing these kids make fun of her mom after she died and like knowing that her lives like her life is being hunted and yeah. like she just got chased through the whole school by a murderer so they let the school go home and then her friend is like being the worst friend of all time by trying to get her to go to a party yeah she's just like come on come Come for me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's like classic high school shit, too. It's just like ignoring yeah. your whatever whole awful shit your friends are going through to be like, well, are you seriously going to bail on me for this <laughs> part? I don't know anyone here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's just so funny. That still happens to me now where you're just like, you'll have like a very valid excuse for not wanting to go out and then your friends are just like, ah, come on. Are you fucking kidding me right don't now? Be a pussy. <laughs> I wanted to get drunk with you and six other guys. Don't make me get drunk with just six other guys. Yeah. (laughs) I want to get drunk with seven guys. It's my lucky number. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that party was nuts. Uh, It was crazy. Can I? Sorry. Yeah. What were you going to say? We'll talk about the party after this, but I want to tell you my favorite line of the movie. Please lay it on me. Where they're uh, talking about if it was, if it was Billy after all. Right. And they're like, uh, the quote is, there's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. Yes, that was that's a red flag, dude. <laughs> if, if your boyfriend's just like referencing how it's cool, you know, there's always a reason to kill your girlfriend. Yeah. If you if your boyfriend references killing 
girlfriend or you know killing you you should uh leave you you know take that as a red flag slide in my dms i would never treat you that way yeah i would never kill my girlfriend (laughs) 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 me personally that's one thing i'm comfortable saying on the pod i don't like to go into my love life too much but one thing i will say is i won't kill you yeah there's only one type of ghosting that I will ever <laughs> <Yeah>. do to you. <laughs> oh, baby, I'll just hurt you emotionally. Yeah. No, I'm trying to let you live so you feel bad. I would never put you out of your misery, dude. I'm trying to ruin your fucking life. I'm a parasite. Yeah, dude. You are a parasite. Brad Semituck. Parasite. Yeah. Now, let me... Never mind. Yeah, the part, the uh, big party was... Uh, it was popping. Yeah, I like that a uh, girl just got murdered there and nobody noticed for a while. That was pretty sick. Yeah, that was That cool. was very high school cuz like that's the thing if I bet there's a pretty good chance that somebody at that party did notice the body hanging from the garage but they were like just about to get pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that reminded me of like when you'd go to a party with like four friends and one of them would disappear to puke and then like you would lose them for like 3 hours like until you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that that was the funny thing, too, because it'd be like, oh, no, we lost Derek or whatever. And you'd still just be like chilling in the kitchen being like, I wonder where Derek is, yeah. you know, like doing nothing. To I'm find sure him. he'll turn up. Yeah, I, always, I didn't like it when they would disappear to puke, but I always liked it when you'd have a friend disappear and he'd come back with a story. Yeah, that was great. Did <laughs> you ever have a friend who was just notorious for that? Not really. It was always like a different one of us at each party. Nice. Someone would always like. Because I, I was a disappearer sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, Because I liked to do this thing at parties uh, where I would, like, uh, just, like, get so fucked up and then go outside to brood. And yes. then something would distract me. And then I, all of a sudden, it's like a two-hour trip through the woods. Yeah, I've, I've been there for sure. Uh, my buddy James was also notorious for that. Yeah. He, our impression of him was always just him sprinting up uh, completely out of breath, being like, you guys are going to believe this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he started so many stories like that. Yeah. Like he's, he'd always be late and be like, yeah, a guy overdosed on my bus. <laughs> just crazy shit like that. But like at parties, like whenever he'd get high specifically, uh, we, we'd be like, where's James? And like multiple times we would just see him like sprinting past the window. <laughs> like you'd go, you get too fucked up and have to run laps to cool off. <laughs> and it was such, a and everyone would panic. Up. And then like our buddy, Sean would just be like, yeah, no, don't, he don't worry. Like he's fine. <laughs> One time, uh, Sean and James were getting fucked up together, smoking some reefer. And, uh, James just like jumped out of Sean's car. Like they, they were stopped, but he like, got out of Sean's car and just started sprinting. <laughs> Sean couldn't find it. Like he waited for a while expecting him to come back and he just didn't, didn't yeah. come back. And then after like a half hour, Sean gets a call from James and he's just like, <sighs> I ran all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was always really funny when someone would disappear and you'd find them at, back at home. <laughs> yeah. That rock. <laughs> that's like, the, man, that's like the bitchiest thing in the world to run home. Yeah. <laughs> to get too fucked up and be like, I gotta go home. Oh, <laughs> man. Come on, dude. <laughs> I yeah. say as I did that one year ago on mushrooms. Yeah, I've done that quite a few times. I've done that recently, actually. But that was only because I knew that something was going to happen. And then once I got home, I got fully naked. So thank Christ I made it. Yeah, that is a good that you made it. My favorite part of the movie party is uh when they the girl gets sent to the garage. Um what's her name? I forget. It starts with a T. The blonde girl who you can see her nipples. Yes. Yeah, she gets sent to the garage to get a beer for her nerd boyfriend, and uh, she opens the fridge, and there's just, like, 100 loose eggs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that's such a funny prop design. Because, like, yeah. cause, like so that, that was a conscious choice, right? Like, yeah. so, someone was in charge of what was going to be in the fridge. And I hope that they were, like, genuinely really good at their job. Like, they, because they, the, the rest of the sets in this movie, I think, were well designed. Like, the houses looked lived in, the school looked, re- it was all very well done. Maybe this guy just eats insane food. Yeah, I mean, because every f- garage fridge I've ever seen in my life has only had liquor in it. Only liquor, maybe so some like, mix, maybe some mixers. Yeah, there's no way you fucked that up by accident. No, that's the thing. It, well, it's just like, yeah, what does everybody, what does anyone have in their fridge? Uh, enough eggs for only eating for three months to be all your meals for the foreseeable future and uh, 40 beers. Because like you have to assume that the kitchen fridge also had eggs in it. 
These yeah. are just like the well, overflow eggs. Yeah, just, they they keep twelve eggs. They keep a dozen in their main fridge, and then they have yeah all their backup eggs in the in the garage. <laughs> yeah, go to the garage. I need some fucking eggs. <laughs> Bring me thirty six eggs. Yeah, I do think this is a feminist movie. I mean, it it is to a degree because the girls in this movie are consistently way harder to murder than the guys. They are harder to murder and also like as far as horror movies go, I would say that this one sexualizes the protagonists the least. Yeah, that's true. Like Nev uh or uh, yeah, Nev Campbell uh like she has one sex scene in this movie and it's pretty much all off camera. Um, yeah. And it's only to uh, further the plot as it is, well. It is it's actually strictly plot. It's not It's not over the top. It had to be there for the story to progress. Like, I wonder... I wouldn't be shocked if this shit passed the Bechdel test. This shit does pass the Bechdel test. Does it? Yeah, they're talking about going to a party together, the two ladies. That's true. That's not a guy. Well, but they're also talking about the murderer, who is a guy. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> that could be anyone. Yeah, could have been a lady. Could have been a non-binary serial killer. Oh, damn. That's... It could have been. That's what we that's should That's fucked make. up of me for thinking that it couldn't have been one. Do you think that would be super progressive, is if we just made, like, a slasher movie where the killer had they-them pronouns? I think that's... Uh, or do you think that would get us in trouble? I think that's a little something called demonizing. But, no, I don't think that's demonizing. I mean, like, a man can be a serial killer. A woman can be a serial what killer. What if it was a team? I don't think serial killers exist on the gender binary, but that's just me. It, it was a team of serial killers. What if that is my pitch, right? And there are three guys in scream masks. And one of them's a guy, but he's gay. And one of them's a girl, uh, and she's like pansexual. Yeah. And polyamorous, too. Yes. And then one of them is non-binary. I think we got a multi-million dollar hit on our hands. I've never seen Scream 2. Maybe that's what happens. Yeah. Maybe. I'm excited. I got to watch Scream 2. Because I'm confused how they even made a sequel to this when both the bad guys are dead at the end. Well, that's kind of the cool thing with the Scream movies, I think, is that, or at least with the uh, whole villain of it, is that it's kind of more of an idea. Like, the ghost face isn't like... Um, you know, some supernatural being, it's essentially just like a metaphor for being radicalized to an extent. Uh, and whether it's by, you know, white nationalist posts on Facebook or by uh, sweet ass 80s slasher movies like that's true. It's uh, the whole the scariest part of this is that anybody can be Ghostface. Ghostface isn't, you know, it's not one guy who you can vanquish because even if you do kill him, like some other guy can just go buy that same costume at any Halloween place. Yeah. Our parents should rewatch this movie because I think it would get a lot of them to stop watching Fox News. I mean, I don't think it would. I think they'll just be like, see? You see how these fucking libs get? When yeah, actually, they'll watch it and be like, damn, Fox was just telling me That's this That's exactly happen. how all the liberals are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucked up thing about uh, like the world now is there's no metaphors anymore. Yeah. Like, nobody... Well, or, like, there's metaphors, but it's only for the other team. Yes. And maybe we're guilty of that on this podcast, No, too. I don't think that we are. This movie has to apply to me in some way. This now podcast that I think about and it. Al Jazeera are the only neutral sources of news. Yeah, I don't know. If you told my dad that Al Jazeera was neutral, I think he'd. Al Jazeera is neutral. He'd pop a blood vessel in his <laughs> eye, explaining uh, <laughs> explaining fucking race science to you. <laughs> um, that's the funniest, like. That's so funny, by the way, that the like most unbiased news source just like has a name that would turn every uh, guy who needs it off of it. Oh, dude, I know that's the best <laughs> part is that they've really they really shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> the only place you could go to get an unbiased look at what's happening in the Middle East has a very biased sounding name. Well, I just love that like fucking every news so every news company chose to go with just you know abbreviations just letters like if they went as aj news or what a ajn aj new like al jazeera news ajn yeah. let's say they ajn you know you could get into that that's like bbc that's not terrifying yeah but like they they chose to go a very different route <laughs> yeah. they chose to they chose to scare the fuck out of everybody <laughs> yeah man they I chose to scare the fuck out of every racist dad who might have their mind changed yeah because imagine if you've been watching it for like you, you've been watching AJN for months and then you find out what it actually stands. I don't know what Fox stands for. 
Yeah, it's probably something so bad. Yeah. It's probably like a, a fear of Zeno. Fear of Zod. No, it's because, f- you know, xenophobic. That's yeah. what it is. It's just fear of zine. Fear of zine. Yeah. The zines. They just reorganized the word xenophobic. Yeah. That's actually, a, that would get a fucking, that's not a you bad tell joke. tell that at an, alt, at an alt comedy show. Yeah, dude, that would fucking go, go crazy yeah. at an you, you alt should, comedy you should, show. You should put on a button-down short sleeve shirt, uh, <laughs> some rolled up khakis, and tell that at an alt comedy show. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, oh, that's going to be my new, like, that's, oh. That's something you. That's a joke like that you could name a special after. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what did you think of the big twist of this movie of the serial killer being two guys? I, I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. was fully convinced it was her dad. That's sick. Like so convinced, and then it was actually the boyfriend. And you know what? Props to that man for holding it down in the police station. No kidding, man. Like that—that that was such a fucking airtight plan on their part, on those two dumbass, yeah, uh, teenage murderers. This parts. movie taught our parents to deny, deny, deny. Ask for a lawyer. Yeah. Well, I think that this honestly might have uh, been bad for because, like, you you see, like, you watched that uh, JCS criminal psychology video about Nicholas Cruz, right? Yeah, the Parkland shooter. Everyone's seen it. It's it's a viral hit, baby. But uh, it's like this three-hour uh, police interrogation of him, where he was basically trying to manipulate the police by saying he was like seeing demons and he was going through all this like uh, you know crazy mental health episodes. That was why he murdered everybody. This movie tricked. It, it made it made uh, all these dumb murderers of today think that they could have sweet ass airtight plans like the boys in Scream, when that's simply not the case. Yeah. Everyone who wants to murder someone in high school, uh, sorry to be the one to tell you this, but you're dumb. You're childish and you're stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't know. As a guy who thinks he could murder people very easily, I would like to say that uh, you have the way to trick a cop is not pretending to be crazy. The way to trick a cop is pretending to be normal. You get That's true. Because here's the thing. You get pulled over fucked up. What do you do? Not use any slang. Ask him how his day's going. And only use one-word answers to every question. That's true. Which is something I've heard. It's not something I've done before, to be clear. But, like, yeah, I mean, I think people don't know how to lie to the police. Yeah. I think this movie taught our parents, uh, I mean, it should have taught our parents how to lie to the police better. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I think it, ju- you know, it taught you to work in pairs. <laughs> Always be your other, the other guy's alibi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Actually, that is a good point. That's a good way to murder people. It is not a bad way to do a crime. If you you get a team to always say that you were hanging out with them. Well, that's why gang violence has been so successful these last few years. (laughs) (laughs) This movie taught our parents to do gang violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Uh, What did you think of the motive? What what was the motive? Lay that out for everybody. Um, Billy was mad at his girlfriend's mom because she fucked his dad, and that's why his parents got divorced. That's very funny. Yeah. Um. But like, <laughs> if someone's mom fucked my dad, like I would not be mad. I would bake them a pie. Yeah, it's, I'd be like, yeah. my dad, thank you. You gave him a little bit of stress relief. You yeah. probably, I bet you your dad didn't yell at you for like two weeks I after he got his say, hog yeah, fucked on. My dad stopped hitting me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for giving him pussy. Yeah, someone's mom should fuck my dad. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any listeners. Just putting that out there. <laughs> there's any listeners with moms out there. Yeah, who who want to who want to date a guy who looks like Brad but meaner? Yeah. Consider. It. Imagine if I was a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy actually. Brad in uniform? I should just give up and just become him. You should. I don't know why you're beating around the bush yeah i'm trying so hard to not but you should just shave male pattern baldness into your head he doesn't have that (laughs) 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 but like yeah you know our generation we we put so much effort into not becoming our fathers but it's like i don't know they have pretty good lives yeah, that's the thing. What does my dad have? A two-story house and a family that loves him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why am I trying so hard to not be my dad? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what does my dad have? A son who buys him a birthday gift every year. Yeah, yeah. What do I have? Fucking zilch. What do we have? A podcast we record in a basement. I got four yeah. PBRs and a bottle of wine <laughs> to my name. That's it. <laughs> Maybe he did something right. Uh, this movie taught our parents that violent media is evil, and this movie taught me that I'm going to kill my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, so look out. If you love Brad, be careful. Yeah. Don't let him watch any more horror movies for a month straight. I liked it when, um, the like, when after she escapes and, like, catches them and uh, gets them subdued. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, calls the cops and stuff. And then the guy's like, oh, no, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked the sidekick's alibi or the sidekick's uh, motive. When they were asking why he did it, and he was like peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. That's totally like because whenever I got caught doing shit in high school, I'd be like, "Oh, everyone was doing it." Yeah, they all told me I wouldn't be cool if I didn't do it. Yeah, so I, you know, I had to do it. What? Yeah. It's not like it was exclusively my idea. Or yeah, anything. it's not like <laughs> I was the one doing the peer pressure. <laughs> I just leave that part out. You know, yeah, peer exactly. pressure is half true. Yeah, peer pressure. Yeah, there was peer pressure. <laughs> that definitely was present. <laughs> Not telling you which side I was on. Yeah. Man, um, you got exposed as a peer pressure recently. No, I'm not. That yeah. I am not. You really believe that? No, because <laughs> whenever I find somebody I can peer pressure, I will. That's very funny to do. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's the problem with peer pressure is it's fucking awesome. Well, yeah, I and I also don't like, like, it's such a dumb concept. Like, you know what's even cooler than doing what I want you to do is standing up to me. <laughs> so, like, whichever you do, like, I'm going to like. It's yeah, very true. funny. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really liked the ending of this movie where it was, uh, those two fucking lame ass guys, like completely abandoned the scream mask and they've got, uh, Nev, or Nev Campbell's dad hostage, Nev Campbell's in the kitchen and, uh, they were going to like blame this whole thing on her dad. They like put the gun and the voice modulator on him or the knife and the voice modulator on him. And then, uh, they were going to stab themselves to make it seem like he killed himself and then they just like barely survived. Yeah. And so they like each give each other a little stab to <laughs> to seal the deal. And man, there was one part where uh, the loser, the weirder of the two guys, yeah. not the boyfriend, uh, was like, "Man, I'm starting to lose a lot of blood here. This is pretty deep." And I like actually felt bad for him. <laughs> I was like, "Like, because you know, you know how much it sucks when a plan doesn't come together." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, when yeah. you do everything right and then just like something fucks up, yeah. your teammate fucks you. Yeah, I've been there. I've been let down by my boys before. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a bit of an allegory for my life. Yeah, <laughs> they were Icarus. They flew way too close to the sun. That's true. But just getting like, yeah, it's so funny. To, like, that's the most extreme version of like almost pulling a hijinks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's so many times where I've been caught at the last second. Yeah, and there's also been a lot of times where stabbing myself to get away with a lie seemed like a s- super good idea. Yeah, that's it why seemed I, like it would definitely work. That's why there's so many little faint white lines on my arm is because <laughs> I got away with a lot of stuff when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's there's no other reason for those. Yeah, I don't know. Have you got anything else for this fucking thing? Uh, not too much to add, but yeah, the movie basically just ends with the reporter who was shitty but right about everything the whole time, coming in and shooting all the murderers and saving the day. Well, the first time she tried to shoot him, uh, sh- the safety was on. Oh, yeah. Which just goes to prove my theory that maybe they shouldn't let women in the military, actually. Uh, that proves my safety of, uh, or my theory of, uh, you should turn the safety off. Guns aren't for safety, they're for killing people. <laughs> That's a good point. Guns shouldn't have safeties. Guns are meant. If for you want to switch on your gun, only have the one that makes it full auto. Yeah, that's o- what I say. Yeah, the only switch I need is a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I have nothing else to add. I quite liked this movie. I think it does a really good job of uh, and all the other slasher movies I've watched. Yeah, this was. I I, I really liked this. Movie. Like I like I like. I think Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw Massacre might be my one of my favorite horror movies from like a pure horror perspective. It's gritty, it's scary, it how fucking rocks. It's I, already a very funny movie. Probably just because it was popular and uh, its parody guys are usually 
But also, like, it seems like there's so many other better horror movie series that you could parody. Like, I don't know. It's just like I mean, Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street parody though. You know how you know Eminem's uh, rap battle strategy, Mm -hmm. where you uh, make fun of yourself so no one else can make fun. Like this movie makes fun of itself so much that like, what jokes do you even have? Exactly. Like this movie's honestly kind of bulletproof. I think as far as horror movies go, you really can't shit on anything. Yeah. Like in I don't know. Yeah. I believe this is a perfect horror movie. I believe this is a perfect slasher movie. It is kind of funny, though, that it shits on the genre of horror movies, but then also, like, it still does everything that it makes fun of. Yeah, to a certain degree. Um, but it also works. Like, that's the thing. That's, like, it, 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 that's the thing. Like, when, when you have such a good concept for a movie, uh, laying out how it works doesn't ruin that. That's a good point. That's the fucking show. What do you think our parents learned from this? Gaslight me or uh, blame the media for their shortcomings as parents. Yeah. Don't trust your kids. Okay. Uh, don't let them go to parties. That's how you feel. <laughs> Keep going. I'm doing ad libs. I like it. Um, honestly, you should never let your kids at home. Pussy. They get murdered like that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's throwing me off too much. I can't think of things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I already said everything that I think our parents learned from Oh, this. and also it taught us how to be uh, selfish, toxic boyfriends, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check this movie out. And more importantly, check out me and Brad on the road doing comedy. Um, yeah. I'm going to be at uh, the comic strip. Ooh, I'm going to be at the comic strip next week, opening for uh, Ryan Belleville. And then I will be at the House of Comedy in Vancouver uh, December 16th through the 19th. Is Ryan Belleville the bootcut jeans guy? I don't know. Oh. Well, then no, because you do know who that is. Anyway, I'll be around. Yep. See Brad. He'll be in the streets. <laughs>